Previously on Day Players. You are each masters of your own school. Master Hugh. Machiel. Mac Midnight. The human monk. Master. Hmm. Last night, one of my star disciples was murdered. I hope today that we will be able to move towards finding his killer. What do you have against me and my fellow masters? Oh, I guess you did forget. We're going back in time. You three are all students at the Two Punch School. Master Fist says, One, two, one and two. That's right, keep it up. This is such a waste of time. I don't even think Master Fist knows anything beyond the two punches. A gasp. Have we ever even seen him fight anybody? We want to see you fight another master from like another school. The traveling master, Master Chunk, he's talking to a woman. That's the mayor's wife. He is clearly unnerved. Master Chunk reaches for Master Fist, flings him towards the armory. He lands hard a spear through Master Fist's chest. What is Hebeka doing? You see tears in her eyes. Flash forward to mm. present day. The note says, no more games. We meet in three days from now at dawn. It's time for a reunion. We need to go talk to Master Chunk. I owed a debt to Priscilla. Master Fist was holding on to more of those uh, income than she wanted him to. And then he, <clears throat> he collapses. <gasps> Master Chunk! You all wake up the day of this challenge. In order to get there in time, because I said that it was at dawn, you wake up in the dark. You prepare yourself. You go about your, your rituals before you go into a fight. And then you all meet up outside the front gate of the decrepit, ruinous two-punch school. I never thought that we would find ourselves back in this hall. The gate creaks open for the old school. It has that stock creaky gate sound effect that everyone uses. And you walk in to the courtyard of the school. Well, as you guys know, I do my best work when I'm unseen. And I'm gonna disappear into the shadows. There are many of the training apparatuses that you all know and remember. You all share memories of your youth here. I remember throwing my first punches on this old punching bag. It seems so long ago that we were studying to throw not just one, but two punches. You notice that there are disturbances in the dirt. After all, the school is abandoned. And while you do see the tracks of rats and other wild animals, you do see a clear pathway that is formed in the dust going from the gate to the main sparring ring. There are footprints, but there are many of them. This area is recently disturbed. Our enemy is here. I see no reason to delay. I agree as well. We must make haste and end what they have begun. Master Hugh will draw his uh, whip and get it ready. You approach the large two wooden doors they are painted bright red as was master fist's favorite color you see that they are worn and scratched by years of neglect they have been firmly shut despite the trail going directly towards them the polite thing to do would be to knock don't barge in let your, your enemies open the door for you hmm. very efficient master he will walk up and give the large door a couple of strong knocks your knocking is answered. 
by both of the large doors, gently swinging backwards, opening, and you see that there are there are multiple of these green-clad assassins that are opening the doors for you to enter. There is a hallway of them lined up on either side at attention, ready and at attention. Is this like 50 of them? Yes. Hmm. Dedicated to a cause, I see. They pay you no mind. You Plus are... they, they're like not aggressive, right? They're just standing. No, they're actually, so they're complete opposite from last time. They're not being aggressive. The ones who open the doors basically return to their their ready position, and the others are just lining this hallway that leads to the sparring ring that you all remember. And within this sparring ring, even more of the assassins, they, they fill the bleachers. Oh, shit. Whoa. Are there any townspeople? No, actually. Hmm. On the far side of the ring, you see the slender green figure with the long hair from before when you were chasing down Master Darren, who is also to the side. Darren's the one we interrogated. That is correct. Okay. And then on the other side is the goblin assassin, whose hood has been pulled up, covering their face as they were originally. We've come as you've asked. Now, you will tell us why you have brought us here. The slender figure takes a step forward, reaches up, pulls off their mask, and you see the aged face of your former classmate, Haveka. <gasps> Not surprised. It was totally unexpected, you guys. <laughs> I know it saw it coming. I'm glad that you three could make it. For tonight, we finish... The first phase in our plan of enacting justice on those who have caused so many problems in this small town. And then people in the crowd, all the assassins, they all go, Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Since the two-punch school fell, the town has been only falling even further. And while you three have been blessed with success, you grow your own schools. You stroke your own egos. You give nothing back. And then the rest of the assassins are all like, woo, yeah! Yeah, you get them! Tell them! Tell them what it is! How far away are they? Uh... I don't know, like 20 feet? Like, sparring rings are not that big. Right. This isn't like a huge, you know, this isn't like a football field. The goblin, like, my, my evil trio... They were closer to the middle of the room. Not the middle middle of the room, but like on the edge of the ring, which is still far away from the edge of the room. I'm going to start sneaking. What, what do I got to sneak? Do I need to crawl like up onto the ceiling or something? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, Unless... with, the, with the, the teleportation shadow stuff, you can easily get... I'll say that you can get basically wherever you want above the scene. Because like the light is more sun-based so it's not like coming in from overhead it's coming in through windows and then there are like a raftery type scenario where you can oh, yeah. hang out up there and okay. that'll be like straight so if you want to stay high up you can basically be wherever you want i want to be over the goblin so i'll start making Ooh. my way towards there okay cool why aren't you there immediately well it depends on how many shadows i have to jump through i am sneaking from shadow to shadow 
like a like a cartoon character, you know, with the big <laughs> with the foot comes out and goes really long, and then he <laughs> just gets sucked into I know the next. Exactly shadow. what you mean. Okay, uh, Master Hum notices Master Midnight sneaking through the shadows, and will cast a meaningful glance at Hugh to the to the effect of we should keep this villainous individual monologuing <clears throat> to get everything in place. Uh, Master Hugh takes the hint and. <laughs> tries to speak up more. I understand your frustration, but to put it at us would be misplaced. There was bigger things in play that came into that fighting ring. You see, Master Fist was not killed just by Master Chunk. Master Chunk was forced by the mayor's wife to kill him. This is only the first step of my plan. Afterwards, I do plan on eliminating the corrupt government officials that have sat on their seats for decades, that have taken advantage of people like Master Fist's hard work. It will be a one-two punch. Uh, we'll look up at Habeka and say, Habeka, you are following the wrong path. We are not here to engage in your senseless violence. But until you recognize that, we will not engage. And Hum is going to just sit down right there on the ground, cross his legs, plant the arms on the thighs. We're, d- we're doing a sit-in. A powerful, strong act of nonviolence. Habeka is... She steps forward, and she has, a, she has this angry expression on her face, and then Darren... Uh, reaches forward and grabs her arm and says, I forgive me, master, but I feel like we may be misplaced in some of our anger. As she turns to him, she shrugs off his arm. She draws her long two-bladed sword, just like Darren had. And she takes her fighting stance and she says, If you will not fight me, then I will make an example out of you. And you see Darren kind of step back like, Ah, okay. Uh, She points her blade at you, Master Hugh. And what do you say, Master? Will you also take this path of nonviolence? Rebecca, there's no reason for us to fight. You're just gonna bring the town into more ruin, more death. Is this what Master Fist wanted? Is this what he taught you? Master Fist taught me only two things. Start strong, and then she pulls her strength into the blade backwards and follow through. And then she dashes at you with the sword forward. I guess this would be an attack. So I will roll an attack. Uh, okay, she she is also a master, so her reflexes are honed and speedy, and she is able to just barely catch you. Twelve damage with her her two swords on one, her twin blade. Oh, there it is. Twin blade. That is what it is. And now, why don't we roll initiative? Nineteen. That's a fifteen for me. Sixteen. Surprisingly, 
the person sitting on the ground, Master Hmm, is the fastest to respond to combat. He's going to strike out and try to use a stunning strike. So I'm going to do two attacks at once here. Ooh, how's that 26? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I Cool. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Mm. Or be stunned until the end of your next turn. Okay. Uh, she fails horribly. Okay, she is stunned. And on top of that, I'm also going to take advantage of spending another key point to do Flurry of Blows. Because I'd also like to knock her down, which is another thing that the way the open hand can do. 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll get her. I mean, she's stunned anyway, right? So. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Stunned, and she's dropped to one knee on the ground. She staggers onto the one knee, and she, ah, I knew. And she, she would still call you humble, because she remembers when you were humble. Sure. Ah, humble. I knew you would use these aberrations of the two-punch school in your own style, these cheating methods and magics. You are too obsessed with style. Uncloud your eyes and see that this violence is unneeded. Okay, and now it is Midnight's turn. Up in the rafters. Up in the rafters. Now, I'm above the goblin. Uh, Yes, that is where you said you were. Yeah, yeah, you're above the goblin. The goblin goblin is just standing unawares with his his arms in, in the Jedi sleeves. I am going to drop out of the rafters onto the goblin. I am coming down with one foot fully extended and one foot tucked like tree pose kind of ah, yes. you know that mm. classic classic yeah the classic karate kick and those feats are attack number one and attack number two i have advantage on my first attack as i step through the shadows oh yeah they they do not expect you how does a 16 sound for you yeah that'll hit the goblin okay cool i am gonna hit the goblin and i'm gonna go for I'm going to spend a key to do a stunning strike also. Hit the goblin in a shoulder where there's a pressure point. So let me roll damage, and then you need to roll a con save. It's going to be eight damage. Uh, actually, he he makes it. Okay, in that case, my second foot comes down. <laughs> you monks. Where... You monks in your attacks. <laughs> so the, fir- so the first Keep foot just planted on his shoulder, and so the second foot comes down. Because I'm it, I, as just like a stomp on the top of the head. Oof. Big oof. I'm like standing on the shoulder for a second. Just poof. Right. So, All right. We'll roll that next one. A 12. A little too low. Let's say that because you came down so hard on the first one, you try to force, you try to basically kick down with the force of your other foot, but you're kind of falling too fast. So your other foot just kind of rests on his head. <laughs> but you do... Uh, collapse the goblin like perfect remember you're already like twice his size so (laughs) it doesn't matter if you miss the attacks if you like land on top of him so uh he you hear the like the and just flat flattened onto the ground and now you're on top of him in the flavor of the attack knocked him prone let's say heads up (laughs) perfect thank (laughs) you Let's say that the ceiling or the rafter that you fell from is not that high up. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, you can land easily if you want to. I assume you want to land 
in some yeah, cool pose. I, I thought you were going to say it's not that high up, so you could get back up there if you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you just want to uh, spring off the goblin, go ahead. It's fucking Goomba, these motherfuckers. What, what will it take for me to Goomba this guy? <laughs> just jump back up. Well, as we learned about key points, uh, can't you spend one to double your jump height or something? Yes, that's part of the dash one. Thank you, yes. I do still want you to make a athletics. Because it is okay. like a jump jump. Athletics check. Check. Mm. Mm. How does a 10 sound? A 10? This is, this is raw jump height. And I'm going to say that you can grab on... Like with your arms only to the rafter if you want, and you'll be dangling. Oh, oh perfect. I am definitely just get the arms, just the, the front of the arms over, and I'm, I'm just hanging with the rest of my lower body floating. There's a split screen of yeah. Habeka and Darren, and they both say, Master Midnight, surprised that you appear from the shadows. And then Habeka says, Ah, I knew that you wouldn't walk away from this fight. You look surprised. This is, this is at least as unexpected as you being the villain. <laughs> Which is incredibly <laughs> unexpected. Never saw it coming. Uh, next is Peter. All right, Habeka's there on the ground, stunned. Neilan, I have my whip. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tie her up. All right. Uh, All right. Okay, well, since I can't make you use rope, why don't you roll intelligence? I got a 19. That is a very Ooh. good whip tie-in. You whip up a few knots, and Habeka is firmly wrapped up as if she were tied to the railroad tracks. Habeka, I believe this fight is over. She falls the last little bit all the way down to the ground as you've tied her up. She is completely restrained. No, I... It wasn't... Supposed to go like this. Darren, come and get me out of this. And you see Darren in the back like, um, well, I don't know. I think that this is kind of a reasonable conclusion in terms of this whole plan that we had cooked up. And then I like see, Darren. And then one of the assassins in the, I'll call them the audience, stands up, pulls off their <clears throat> mask, and it is a... A younger woman from the town that you all do recognize. Let's say she sold turnips. She says, I feel like things have changed. And then you, more people from the audience stand up. And the assassins, they take off their hoods. And you start seeing more and more people from the town. Including Bagarius, the Bagarius, restaurant owner. yes. That's <laughs> that why they all disappeared from the restaurant. Master Hugh will now address the crowd. We hear your concerns. We do not want the town to be worse. After all, we live in it. I go to your market stall every morning, Coral. And another, another person stands up and take off their mask. It's a very old man. <laughs> but you abandoned us. You took the teachings of Master Fist and left for years. I didn't leave. 
Do you, do, are you, do you say that from up hanging on the rafter? Well, yeah, people can see me now. I, yeah, I they can all leave. see you. You're right. I was here. And I drop off the rafter and land on the goblin a little bit. Again? <laughs> you, hear, you hear him, ah! <laughs> how, about, how about this, actually? I drop off the rafter to the ground, and I step on the goblin as I... I say, look, everyone. See how easily we defeated this, this master, if you can even call her that, of an old and defunct style that totally skipped leg day. <laughs> More people stand up and they take off their hoods and you recognize even more people from the town. Uh, another one speaks up. Yeah, if she was our leader and she was defeated so easily, how can we ever hope to enact any change? That's right. That's why we're the masters of the town. Also, do we see any of our students in this crowd? Ho, ho, ho. That'd be wild. Well, quite, a heel, quite a heel turn. I think that as far as any of your students being here they would be reluctant to reveal themselves because a lot of these people are still masked. Actually, you know what? Master Midnight, I think it would be the most fitting for two people in the back to stand up, take off their masks, and reveal themselves as Bronco and Ronica, your two master students. Right, but I told them to be there and watch anyways. I look up out of my point, I go, good, good to be here, good to watch. Hope you saw some things. Revealing yourself right now? Mm, I don't know. Mark's off for that. Oh, Master. Bronco speaks up. Master, yeah. we wanted to also defend you to the town, but very well. And then they both sit back down. People of Hornvale, you may still feel angry, and I understand your frustration, the fear of the poverty and the ruin that has reached this town. But if you look hard, you will find that it is not us that is to blame. This energy should be directed at the mayor and his wife who killed Master Chunk in cold blood. Are they still mayor? Is this like Las <laughs> Vegas? Is. Is, is she the mayor now? Oh. Is she the mayor now? Is she the mayor now? Because that's how it is in Vegas. They're a married couple that between the two of them have been mayor of Las Vegas since like the late 90s. Oh, sure. fuck. That's and wild. And you know what? I mean, I can't not say she's the mayor. Of course she's the mayor now. Oh. Excellent. Oh yes. Yeah. Priscilla Thorngrip and Nathaniel Thorngrip. Does everyone remember Master Chunk? They they all are like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I remember Master Chunk. Well, we just went to see him, and then he was killed, I'm pretty sure, by that guy. And I point at the goblin. I don't like him. Darren is, like, that... helping the goblin up off the ground yeah. from being trampled by you. But Master Chunk told us before he died... Sorry, scratch that. He told us before he was murdered that <gasps> the mayor's wife, who is now the mayor, Priscilla Thorngrip, she forced him to kill Master Fist in order to pay both their debts that they owed in unpaid bribes. More, more of the people are standing up. <laughs> you hear shouting, it's the whole system's problem. And then you hear someone from the other side saying, no, I think it's all of these people that were in charge and let us down. And they're like pointing at you guys as the masters and including Rebecca. Oh. And then somebody else is like, and what about our leader? She was weak. She didn't do anything to enact change. And now everyone's starting to get, everyone's starting to yell. Oh no. We, we, we could maybe do a, like a council or a democratically elected uh, leader. Yes. Humboldt, you don't have a school. Maybe you can lead the town. Oh, snap. 
I'll be mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Who wants to vote for Humboldt? Raise my hand. Uh, he will raise his. Uh, oh my god, this fucking oh man. Tommy in real life was not ready for this twist. Uh there's there's a oh, few masters. people there's a few people that uh that stand up and they take take off their masks and you recognize like fishmongers and the, the person that owned the bananas that you destroyed. And they're uh, like, Yeah, Master Whom, he's he's a great guy. I could see his steady hand kind of leading the town. And then there's more arguing. <laughs> Him has has left his school. He is free to do whatever he wants. And I believe that he has a vision for this town to bring us out of our veil of poverty and return to the clear skies that Hornvale deserves. Another one of the crowd stands up. He abandoned his students? That's just as bad as what is happening here and then other people kind of look at him and they're like and then he kind of sits back down <laughs> so i'm gonna go over to Rebecca and because she's tied up on the ground right uh yeah hey listen uh sorry to spoil uh part a of your little outline there no hard feelings did i hear uh did i overhear that there was a part b where you want to kill the mayor yes there i may have been misguided and some of my feelings towards you all, but I won't be, I won't have my mind changed about the injustices that this political system has done to the people of our small town. I'm ready for my mayoral speech now. That's a, that's a perfect jumping off point. All right, all right, Humboldt. Yeah. Would you like to attempt to rein this crowd in and get some attention? I would like to attempt to rein this crowd in and get some attention. Humboldt breathes in and in and in and he uses his greatly expanded lung capacity to project like no one has projected in these halls since the days of Master Fist. People of Hornvale! It does quiet a little bit, but there are still murmurs. There's definitely, there's definitely a chunk of the crowd that you haven't really gotten the attention of. But there are a lot of people who have turned and have started paying attention to you. Master Habeka is right. All of the suffering today, all of the pain and death caused, of my own student, of Master Fist, and of who knows how many countless others that have fallen prey to the forces of corruption and greed. It all comes down to the mayor. Some of you have made calls for me to take up the mantle of leadership, and I would do so gladly. But if we have learned nothing else today, we should know that one master cannot complete a school. We must have someone who knows the city in and out, every dark alleyway and path. And Humboldt looks at Master Midnight. We must have someone who knows the value of beauty and of bringing joy and art to the people, not just survival. He looks at Master Hugh. And yes, we must have someone dedicated to peace and order. But we must also have someone who's passionate about making the hard changes that must be made. And he cuts Habeka free. <gasps> Habeka, newly freed, she stands up and she eyes all three of you warily. You would offer me a chance to make change from within? I don't think yes. we should. She, she killed a student. Habeka is a master. She is deserving of respect. Look at the crowd she garnered. She has 
away with people. Am I the only one that remembers the murder part here? There, there will be justice, and there must needs be penance. The life of six still lays heavy on your shoulders. But I would be a fool to deny that you have understood something about this town that we have failed to grasp. One needs only look at the people here and see that you understand something about how to bring justice and light to this town. And whatever my own feelings may be, I would be selfish to put the needs of the town before a petty desire for revenge. That was my speech. All right, great. Let's see. Why don't you roll a persuasion one last time? Oh, of course. That's a nine. Mm. <clears throat> well, then, you know what that means. A couple more of the people from the town stand up. They take off their masks. They are angry. You don't know what's right for our town. Neither does she. And more of them stand up and they're like, yeah, we can do everything ourselves. She was just one person, but we are together many. And then more of the people are like, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Oh no. Master Hugh begins to back up slowly. The goblin and Master Darren, they kind of rush over to you guys and they're like, hey, I greatly apologize for before. I'm really sorry. And then he also turns to Master Midnight and he's like, I'm sorry that we didn't really get that fight going, you know, but I think I have to get her out of here. And then the people in the audience, they start to pull out their various weapons. Citizens of Hornvale, I have no wish to fight any of you. Please, put down your weapons. You don't want to get hurt. A few do. A few do. But others, you hear the doors behind you. Boom. Slam shut. Oh no. As I said, there was a, lo- there was a hallway lined with these people leading in. They are all behind you, and you are now surrounded by the angry mob of villagers that feel their entire lives have been nothing but playthings for you martial arts masters. How many are there? At least like 60 of them. <laughs> are, there are there any windows? Yes. I look towards uh, Humboldt, or hmm, and Master Midnight, and I point to the window and say, we have to get out that way. Uh, Bronco and Ronica, they, they run up to you, Master Midnight. Master, I, I think that everyone in the town wants to fight us, and I don't think there's going to be an afterhang. All right, I guess we better get out of here then. And I cast Darkness. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, and you know how I cast it? I have the little triangular pyramid that looks like a D4 and I throw it on the ground in front of me. Very nice. Darkness and it goes to save the scene, as opposed to ruining it, like it darkness normally does. <laughs> <laughs> We're two for two. We're two for two with and the it, use of darkness. As the smoke of the dark cloud rises up into the bleachers, the horde of town members, they rush down into the blackness. So let's right. do initiative one more time. 12. Uh, that's a 24. Five. Well, it's a good thing you already used up your action. So, Peter, you are first. Master Hugh. All right. Uh, doors closed. Gotta go for the window. Uh, gotta rush past these people, right? So once again, none of you can see in the darkness. 
Right. Nope. <laughs> so as you kind of walk, it's like fog of war, like in a video game where you're like, I'll just take two steps over there. And then as soon as you take one step forward, you bump into something. <laughs> so mm. like, if you want to, with agility, move through this darkness, I will need a roll of some kind. Yes, I would like to definitely move through the darkness. Acrobatics. Or athletics. If you want to bulldoze people, I'll let you. <laughs> I'll choose acrobatics. <laughs> I figured. I got a 16. 16 is definitely enough to get through, like, the also disoriented angry villagers. So you are able to bob and weave, dodging blades and nunchucks, flailing about in the darkness. You're trying to get to the windows? That's right. Yeah, given your experience with the school and the time you spent here, you definitely know where they are. And you're able to make it up and out of the window. The little bits of darkness that are billowing out of the windows uh, gently cascade off onto the empty courtyard. Next is Humboldt. All right. Um, in an effort to clear the darkness, Humboldt is going to use Step of the Wind. Gonna go for the standing backflip up and out of the cloud of darkness. Hoping Wowza. that everyone is rushing in and I can just jump above out. everybody. Okay. Yeah. Roll athletics, which is the jump skill. <sighs> Ten. Ten. Humboldt not oh, performing. Hitting, hitting those average rolls. He lost master status. Now he's just a normie. Okay. So you are trying to get towards the window. You jump up, but you just, you know, you just don't quite make it. You come down short of the window and you are surrounded by angry villagers. Now what do you do? How many are there around me? Let's roll the D8. There are five of them around you. Five of them, damn it, just one too many. All right, I will look at all these villagers and say, fellow people of Hornvale, please forgive me. I'm gonna knock them on the ass. All right. So we're doing two regular attacks, two flurry of blows. 18 to hit and an 11 to hit for the two regular attacks. Those will both hit. They're just normal people, right? They are. See, it makes sense cool. that they just went down super easy before. Yeah. They weren't just random putties. They were also just old ladies. Just, oh no. All right, now we got two flurry of blows coming as well. 17 and a 22. Those will hit as well. Uh, these next two hits, they land on two more of the villagers. They fall over, and you see a pair of dentures fly out of each of their mouths. <laughs> now, wait. I haven't told you what I'm doing with those hits yet. All right. Well, fine. What happens? Then? I'm sad you, about the dentures, though. Are you covering their mouths, Sticky? <laughs> <laughs> no, the dentures are coming out. But I am spending one, two, three key points. Two of those are for stunning strikes. Assuming there's two between me and the window, I'm going to make two of them uh, be stunned with a flurry of blows. So they have to make, I believe, a strength save or else be pushed 15 feet. Let's see how strong these these elderly villagers are. <laughs> oh no. Uh, they are surprisingly low to the ground and tanky. They both Damn. make it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They've had years to study and practice. Maybe there are more masters in this village than ever we realized. They might be even older. That they might be older and higher level than even you three. No <laughs> you <don't know>. shit. <laughs> well, but you do knock them unconscious. You do knock them unconscious with single hits. So maybe okay. they're not that high level. And this is the classic 
Index finger only. One tap to each of the foreheads. Oh, of course. Okay, next is Paxton, Master of Midnight. Okay, so did you say the darkness was going to the window? Yeah, I'm going to say that it basically fills up the room. Okay, then I'm going to use Shadow Step. I teleport up to the, you know, the top of the bleachers where the window is. And I grab Humboldt. Uh And I'm like... I'm like, time to go. Wrap my arms around his waist and then just backflip out the window with the two of us. Master Midnight, what? And I'm not even going to make you roll for it. It's too cool. It's too good. Just like behind me, arms around the chest, and then like jumping backwards. It's very very Nightcrawler-esque. So now we're all on the street then, right? Well, next is my turn. So I'll, to to set things further, to light the fire under your your three collective asses the two large wooden doors slam open and the horde of angry villagers dressed as green ninjas with various weapons pour out of the front doors and they don't see you actually hmm very interesting they don't see you so one of them will raise a sword high and say, no more schools! And then they run off in a different direction than where you three are. Oh dear. Mm. And they're, they're booking it with all their weapons. They're they... running. Based on our knowledge of the town, where might they be going? Well, let's roll a die. It seems like they're going to the school of the last page. Oh no. Master Hughes' school. Um, so I'm going turn, to turn to Humboldt and Hugh and say, I think they're going to your place. But don't worry. I know a shortcut. Oh, hey. Yeah. Nice. I can't. (laughs) I've I've literally never seen a background ability used so much. (laughs) Twice in one session. Twice in one session. And so we use city streets. We use city streets, which allows me and anybody I'm leading to get from one point to another in the city twice as fast. So you're going to try and cut them off and get to Peter's school first. Yes. I will say that you get there like, I'll give you two minutes. You have two minutes before the town gets there. I will go inside and warn my students and collect some of the best artworks to be preserved. I fear that these citizens of our town will not respect them. Yeah, Hugh, Master Hugh uh, rushes inside to address his students and quickly grab as many artworks as he can. Now, I will address Master Midnight. And Master Midnight, do you, what will we do about this mob approaching? We we can't just defend the... We're not strong, the three of us, to defend the school from all of them. Speak for yourself. Hey, wow. guys, what if, what if we just lead them up to the mayoral palace? They seem like they, they, seem like they know what to do. <laughs> redirect their anger by directing them to the mayor. It's a very efficient use of energy. I I kind of like that idea. I look look down the street. I'm like, well, the way I see it, the gate to the mayoral mansion is right down this way on the other side of town. So if they're looking for a fight, we can give them one with somebody else. I have an idea. And I cast Minor Illusion, and I put on the wall of Peter's school, the school of the last page, a banner that says, New taxes, now twice a year. 
<laughs> also taxes, baby. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what we all feared most. <laughs> you think this will work? Master Midnight, I never thought I would say this, but you have found a brilliant, non-violent, an extremely efficient option. Uh, Master Hugh, he rushes out of his school, armed full of papers and diagrams <laughs> and paintings. I've, I've alerted my students. They're leaving throughout the back. Um, I've got all that I could take. Uh, 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 wh what's the plan? Uh, the plan is we're going to get them to go to the mayor's place and take out their issues there. Okay. Uh, that was an elegant solution. Okay. Uh, lead them to the mayor. Good plan. The mob crests over the hill. Now they've, I, I, they've, in one hand, their martial arts weapon of choice. In the other, they've somehow been given lit torches. I'm going to, like, blend into the shadows if I can. Classic like, midnight. As, as they're coming, yeah. No, of course. You know, I also have a plus nine to stealth that I have not used this whole time. I'll hide, too. <laughs> Master Hugh? Uh, I will use minor illusion to conjure a bush to hide in. <laughs> oh, very good! It's oh, beautiful. Perfect. It's perfect. It's it's amazing. The mob arrives. They are ready to rush into the school of the last page. And they're stopped by the banner. So one of the angry mobsters <laughs> steps up to the front and says, You see? They're always trying to take advantage of us. There's always someone on, there's always someone on top. There's always someone trying to take what's ours. Are we not entitled to the sweat of our own brow? Are we not entitled to the coin in our pockets? And then everyone, they're roaring. They're like, yeah, wah! Damn, I, I think somebody about to be mayor. The crowd is worked into a fervor. They storm off towards the town hall. The mob, a green blur, storms past you three hiding just slightly out of sight and even the bush that is just on top of like cobblestones that was not there before they ignore their anger <laughs> knows no bounds they are blinded by their rage they run to the town hall do you guys want to follow them probably sure. I, yeah I mean, yeah I think let's trail them mac definitely would anyways okay cool they are met by like actual guards you know, like city guards that are yeah. supposed to defend. And they go up, they talk to their fellow villagers, their fellow townsfolk, and they're able to convince the guards at the, at the gate to the town hall to throw down their weapons and to open the gates for the mob. Because oh, remember, oh, these, are, these are like their family members, their friends. They're the people they play D&D with. The gates are swung open by the mob and they rush in. You know, they like break all the windows. They like tear down any flags or banners that are up. After a few moments of them just destroying the town hall and making a huge mess of things, out of the top floor, you know, like the big window that overlooks the town that there obviously has to be, you see a slow motion, two bodies fly through the glass, <laughs> dread style. The, the fragments shatter all over the, the front lawn of the town hall, and you see Priscilla Thorngrip and Nathaniel Thorngrip 
the mayoral dynasty couple, they they fall like, you know, a good amount, at least at least nine points of damage worth. Which is good because it would technically leave them alive and, and able to stand if they had ten hit points like regular villagers. And they are met on the ground by the guards who they plea for help. They ask, why aren't they helping? And the guards just point them to the gate. And they, they slowly crawl off. And then from the top floor of the town hall, you see the, the green mob. Hooray! Ah! Signs of revolution and roars of success. You have completely caused an overthrow of the entire town. <laughs> All because Tommy rolled bad. <laughs> No, I just are, wanted there to be some, mayor. There are some roles that must be important. No, I love it. I love I love when everything is on the crux of that. It's way more interesting. I, I look to my friends on the, my left and the friends on my right, and I go, man, that is not how I expected that to go. We did, you know, get revenge for Master Fist, didn't we? I, I, I guess... Suppose I suppose justice for Fist and for Chunk. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Well, my school is done. Is it? I imagined that they would not appreciate me starting up the school again after uh, the rude remarks earlier. Master Hugh, I'm sorry for the state of your school. I suspect mine. I suspect the school of the River Stone may also have seen its last day. Yeah, I'm going to say, given the way things are, that you can't operate openly anymore. They, they are I think, just, okay, sorry. just like in the real world where this happened in China. <laughs> the then, age of the martial arts masters is ended. <laughs> wanted your reputations. Mm. Reputations be what they may. I cannot help but feel that on this journey I've taken with you both, I've learned so much from each of your styles. I feel that there could be great value in the three of us. I feel there could be great value in a melding of our styles, and uh, I can't help but think that one of us would know exactly how to take a school underground. Yeah, I guess. I guess we better take things underground. And I guess... Us masters ought to stick together. Take only our most trusted students. Start anew. Maybe we could go to another city and challenge their masters. I mean, we've beat ass this entire time. Never even been a a significant challenge. So maybe, maybe, (laughs) we could beat ass everywhere. The people of Hornvale are their own masters now. But Master Midnight, I can't help but feel some appeal to the plan of beating ass. By the way, Pax, I don't know if you're doing this, yeah. but I think it'd be fucking hilarious and awesome if when the townspeople come to, like, destroy your school, entire building's gone. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, here, let me, let me set that up then. The people of Hornvale, their anger, their, their, their lust for revenge cannot be stopped. After fucking up the town hall and running the two mayoral mayors out of town... <laughs> They did not forget the grudge that they had placed on you masters. First, 
they return to the school of the last page. And now that your illusion banner is gone, they start ransacking the place. They get in there. Master Hugh's school was absolutely the most decadent of the three. This is artistic stuff. And they see that absolutely as you martial arts master, someone who is has control in this small town, and it is all frivolous. It's all that that bourgeoisie garbage that focus on art and style and aesthetics. They tear down anything that was left by your students. They boosh, they start looting, they ransack the place. It's all fucked up now. But that's not all. The mob continues. They go to the school of the River Stone. They are met with yet another empty building. But this time, things are quite the opposite. After all, the school of the Riverstone is all, you know, minimal and stuff. So there's not much they can really do. There's not, like, stuff for them to break, really. They, <laughs> they see that it is mostly empty. And, you know, they, like, kick a few things over, I guess. There's nothing in there. But then they scuff the walls. But they just kick rocks. They kick dirt and dust. The the charismatic leader that has been spurring them all on over this, he quickly sees that things are starting to kind of fizzle out. And so he says, Mm. look, they leave nothing. They cower and run in fear of of us taking control of our destiny. And then everyone's riled up again. And then he's like, there's still one more school. And then they're like, ah! And then they come for that. They come for that black moon, the final school. Should the school just be gone? Should it just be? Made? I think that's fucking hilarious. If it's just an empty lot, <laughs> it's just an empty lot. Oh, definitely empty lot. Empty lot is too good to pass up. Yeah. And the the mob the mob arrives to the vacant empty cube where the school used to be, and there. Are, a little confused. They think, well, surely this is where the school was. Maybe there never really was a third school in Hornvale. No one in the town exactly. ever really knows. Mm. Exactly. I love it that way. And then the camera just pans down through the layers of the street to the, the sewer, the underground of where the school used to be. Oh, man. Bronco, Ronica, Humboldt. You're going by Humboldt now. Is everybody here? I still don't have dark vision. I know it's very inconvenient for me. Yeah, I and my former students are here, as, l- as well as Master One. Master One blushes. I gotta say, this is honestly pretty exciting. Sorry it's so dirty down here. Uh, Hugh, uh, yeah, make sure you don't dip any of your uh, pictures in the, uh, in the sludge or anything. Oh, I'll be careful. Now listen, guys. Doesn't it still seem like like, this is exciting and all, but isn't this basically Habeka's fault? A voice from the shadows speaks <gasps> up. I couldn't agree more. And stepping out of the darkness is Master Darren. Mm. Oh. I just want to say that I was very impressed with everything that happened, even if things kind of went this way. And I want to just say that I won in. Mm. So... School of the Four Masters or something like that. Yeah, we, what are we going to call this? Let's, we, what let's is, workshop it. 
That's why I have questions. Yeah, it's, it's not like okay. a, it's not important right now. Um, we'll figure sure. it out. You know, there's All a lot. Right. Yeah, there's, a, there's so many angles. We're, we're combining a lot of things. Like you know, I know we're getting. It's going to be really hard to figure out like how to mesh the styles right. of like non-violence, but also sneaking up on people and like like I mean, strangling them. We got like observation, <laughs> shadow, uh, yeah. minimal Looking movement, and now Darren's things. here. With his yeah. two blades. Darren, what's your th- yeah, yeah you look. Your, like, here, I never got a cha- here, I never got a chance to do this. And he, like, separates them to two swords. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh, this, okay, this, cool. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be my cool thing at some point. And then look. And then oh, they go man. click back together. And he's like, yeah, right? Well, kind of oh, flexibility. That's, that's fucking cool. That's, that's actually quite awesome. I'd definitely love to learn more about that. Oh, man, my cool thing that I didn't get to do is I did. I was going to cast silence on a fight, so it was just, like, all in total silence, but just, like, very, like, <clears throat> lots of, like, violence, but all quiet. Nobody could hear anything. Yeah, if we're, gonna, if we're doing that, uh, I never got a chance to do this. And uh, he will pull out his sword, focus his key, and <laughs> cause the sword to glow. Oh, I can see now. That's yeah. awesome. That's very cool. <laughs> Should have done that My from cool the get-go. <laughs> I guess we can we can like start walking and talking now. Yeah, I mean this is where we're going. Yeah, <laughs> Darren the table, walks you know? up. Darren walks up, puts an arm around uh, Master Midnight. Uh, no, he knows to not Wait, touch Master. Wait, I didn't Midnight. get to say my cool <laughs> thing. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get to do. Puts his arm around the other two masters that won't immediately vanish as soon as he touches them, and he's like, "Yeah, let's walk and talk, guys." Uh, my cool thing that I forgot to do is I get tranquility for free, and I never used it. Oh, Oops. that's right. How's that? It would have been perfect again? when we were walking into uh, uh, basically it just means that anyone tries to punch me, they actually really don't want to punch me. Whoa. How do I know that you're not using that on me anytime that I don't feel like punching you? Bronco, Ronica, make sure you guys are leaving tripwires behind us. I do not want someone sneaking up and biting us in the ass while we're down here. But Master, if we leave tripwires and they can see the tripwires, the trap line will lead them right to us. Oh my god, that's Bronco, I, I, I clap him on the shoulder. I go, good idea. Don't leave trip wires. Maybe one, maybe just one. And like a, like if we come to like a, like a, like a intersection. And then you all jump at the camera and kick it. All right. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'm Morgan Vasiliev, and I was your dungeon master for today. If you want to check out one of my other projects, it's the 10 man brass band. And you can see some of the singles that we've just recently released at 10manbrass.bandcamp.com. I mastered up three of our own original tracks during this quarantine time. We're not playing a lot, but you can still hear us online. Hello, listeners. I'm Peter. I played Master Hugh, the Kensei monk. I don't just play characters who do art. I also do art. And if you want to take a look at it, check out my Instagram, at peterandpigment. I'm Paxton Farrar. I played Machiel Mac Midnight. Uh, had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, I'm going to recommend that you call your representatives and tell them that you like the post office. We're relying on it now more than ever with the coronavirus lockdown in a lot of states. And uh, because of the added strain of the coronavirus, the post office is in danger of running out of money. Call your representative, tell them you like the post office. I'm Tommy Ager. Today I was playing Master Hm, the monk of the Way of the Open Hand. You can find all the music that I do at TommyAMusic.com, and you can find the music for this show there, or on my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash TommyAMusic. I'd also like to make a little plug for Ableton. Uh, Ableton Live is the program I use to score the show. It's a really excellent company, a really excellent program, and they have a lot of great deals 
on free or cheap use of the program during the quarantine. Check them out. Oh, I have one question. Do we meet the mayors out in the world? Oh, absolutely. They're, oh. they're, they are poor beggars and they ask for your help. Do you help them? Yes, they start their own school with us. Thank you for listening to my martial arts adventure. Having an opportunity to share something I love always feels good. But you should go kick over to our Instagram if you want us to become real podcasting masters. Just follow us on Instagram and we will do the rest. We got memes. We got clips from the show. We got shameless marketing of our episodes. We got it all. This series was produced and edited by Paxton Farrar. Original music by Tom Yeager. Our album art is by Caitlin Duffy. Day Players is Paxton Farrar, Peter Lansdahl, Tommy Ager, and me, Morgan Vasiliev. Tune in next week for a wacky new adventure. Next time on Day Players. Patient outside, they need help. 20 cc's of Wolfbane, stat, go. I'm having an affair with a patient. Throwing organs around the operating room is not sanitary. You really better know what you're doing, because this is the mayor's son. (gasps) (gasps) Such every nook and cranny, I cut the pants off. (laughs) Jungerbook's butcher. He doesn't know a dragonborn from a pig from a cat. He must be casting on pure instinct. Prepare the patient. <laughs> I lift up the axe. Hold on to your hats. It's about to get windy again. There's no time to strap him down. My work here is done. Nurse, close him up. Man, did anybody else get any splinters when they were tearing down the building? Thanks to get out of here with your garbage. <laughs> <laughs> We just we just tore that place to shreds. That's all I know. No, 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 no. The physical prowess, the raw muscle ability of your students is to be commended. Yeah, I, the only the I did you hear the people watching? They just there was just nothing but ooze and mm-hmm. ahs coming out mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you, you confirmed this. This is a this is a tag. You put, you forced yourself out of the episode, Paxton. <laughs> Fine. Oh man, did you listen to that bebop track? That drummer was rock steady. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. No. Peter, can you, you can you roll a use rope for me? Y- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Get that Got shit out of here. <laughs> oh, baby, I always maxed out use rope. <laughs> I reach... All right, midnight... Re, uh, fucking midnight. I can't believe I named him that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love Mac Midnight. <laughs> Going down to I, Mac Midnight's dojo off of Route 45. <laughs> I gave my monk character, my monk... 
martial arts master, the name of a fucking Miami Vice knockoff detective. Yes, basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> master Midnight. Not to poke holes in my own plan, but <laughs> it seems like if they had a big poster on the town, all over the place, and they're like, we challenge your, your three masters to a duel, and then one of the mm-hmm. masters is known for sneaking around and hiding, and two masters show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that people might be able to deduce that I am somewhere. Yeah. Now, counterpoint, wouldn't this be a great time for them to unmask and start defending their masters? Tommy, the fight is over, remember? <laughs> no, no, being like, oh, hey, they like, defending their they took care of us when we didn't have any direction and like, <laughs> no, not just start beating ass. <laughs> I thought, I thought that you would be like, they like have them pull off the mask and they're like, don't worry, master. And then they just start kicking old people. <laughs> yeah. This like is throwing them off the bleachers. Yeah, this is a martial arts movie. You, this is a martial arts universe. You can just start beating anybody's ass at any time. And it's just For any fine. reason. No, d- you can defend. Yeah, that's good too. You can defend me anonymously. Like on the internet. No, I don't stop bringing technology. I don't say that. I don't say I'm that the only part. one. Look, look at me. I am the one that brings technology into the D&D games. Let's... Okay. Let's okay. overthrow them and cre- each create our own fiefdom. Feudalism, feudalism, feudalism. Oh, midnight. oh, I don't know. So they're just taking turns being mayor. Exactly. One of them, one of them is mayor. They hold elections. The other one wins. So we're going off to so so it's the you, the people to blame are the mayor and her husband. Yes. No, the mayor and yes. No, you said it right. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> I'm getting confused. I've. <gasps> which were being demanded by the mayor and his then-wife Priscilla Thorngrip. Look, there's only two mayors, and it's them two. It's not that complicated, it just sounds complicated. It's a dual mayor <laughs> system. It, it's like the there's the first mayor and then the second mayor. It's one and two. You cut now, my whip. <laughs> now we're going Oh, shit. Way. I'm so oh, sorry. It's fine, it's fine. I'll just cross it off my character sheet. That's right. <laughs> if, you even, if you even try to pull out a whip, I'm going to be like, no. I have two halves of a whip. Ooh, dual nice. wielding. Whip. That sounds like two whips to me. Two shorter whips. I imagine that there would be punishment for Habeka. You know, she's probably in martial arts prison. But <laughs> martial is, arts prison. That's that's like fantasy prison, but you just said martial arts in front. That's you know, I don't care Olympic about sequel title. I, I don't care about anything else that's happening. Can we please just cut ahead to martial arts prison? <laughs> I mean, that is Man, what that the end of cool. the one is. Are you gonna make me roll to fall out of a window backwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could be like, oh, you have to roll to hold on to, to, to Humble. Oh, he's too slippery. He falls out of your hands. He's back in the, in the pile of old people. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a little low on, on key juice right now. So, here's what I think. Wait a minute, Master what? Midnight, you're low on a little key juice. I well, think you I'm just need to low. drink some yerba mate <laughs> oh yes oh. yes i do get my orange exuberance on
I guess it's kind of non-violent. <laughs> I mean, it's less. Vi- it's a lot less violent than three master martial artists beating the shit out of a bunch of elderly villagers. Hey, if this was a movie I was filming, that's how I would have ended it. Oh, I know. <laughs> you three just Why, assert just... dominance, and you're like, might makes right. And you beat up the whole town. <laughs> Only schools. <laughs> okay. So then you trail. Guys, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not. I don't know why. It's just. I think it's because I'm talking. You almost made it. You almost. So close. Listen, you guys. We got off to the wrong foot. Which is another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference. But I wasn't sure. I was like, "What are we gonna go over there and and see?" So, um, I guess what I'm saying is, I'd like to. Oh, hold on a second. Okay, there's a wasp that has found its way up oh. to the top of the house. Where oh I am. boy, here we go oh, no. again. We we got a tag in the making. There's that there's that murder w- w- wasp. Hey, you come near me, buddy. You're getting a whole PHB in your face. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> what do you mean, don't do that? If you kill them, more will come. Oh, that's not true. This is a, this is a dirt dauber. It's a solitary wasp. It's probably okay, in the right. window. Oh wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay, never mind. Uh, boys, um. <laughs> I'm gonna need a couple of minutes. Okay. 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 All right, guys. Yeah, no, go I, do it. Just I, okay. you hold on. What you I, need. Hold on. I have to tell you, <laughs> I did the movie thing. I looked up, and there is, albeit a very small hive, right above me. Oh, yeah, I believe you. Oh. Why don't you? Why don't you go do the do the thing? You, you okay. got. You got wow. Shit to deal with. I will. This is uh. Yeah. So chill for just a second. Man, live drama. You can't. You can't improvise this. You can't plan this, rather. They didn't like our last bees arc. They've come for revenge. Like Oh, see see right there? Peter got so fucked up, I couldn't make out a word he said. Okay. Hey, uh, y'all sound like robots to me. Is that happening for oh, anyone shit. else? Wait, oh, I think it might no. be me. Totally. I have... on, let me do... Oh no. Let's take a let's take a like a like a like a one minute break. Let me make sure that my shit's not getting fucked by people. Hannah was stealing all my bandwidth with tabs. Ooh. <laughs> She's oh, stealing that man. internet. She had more tabs open than there are stars in the universe. Yep, 29. No, no. No. Oh, wait, it's 1029. God damn it. I can't fucking read. So now we're, so now we're doing 30. God. Uh, all right, so I'm the... I'm stopping it. 